Yes, we are, Taylor. Okay, so. All right. All right. I, I'm Adam Drapshow. And I'm Kalen Sweet. And, and this, this is unreasonable. unreasonable. All right. This yeah. is this is the. I think that was the best one. This yeah. is we've had some practice now. Usually it's like I don't know, I'm so reasonable, very sweet. Yeah. But um, and our guest today is Aaron Bassett. What's up, brother? Not much. Sweet. All right. Stoic. Your beard looks majestic, by the way. Yeah. Like really fucking majestic. I was uh, trimming it the other day, and I noticed that I'm getting pretty close to becoming a gray beard. Oh man, dude, that's like nothing to be ashamed of. No, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm gonna just go straight white. I think, like, and I can't wait. I've actually considered just bleaching everything once, just to see how it would look. But I couldn't deal with the grow. So what I do with my beard, every year, I, I, I shave it off in the spring. I know. It's always like sixty or seventy. I shave it off. I usually see you and, and then I, I'll do chops or something and then I'll start it up again in the fall. Yeah. Last year I was you know, have you seen on like Instagram those people that do like silvery purpley hair? Yeah. I wanted to do that to my beard. You should. I talked to Brie about it and she was like it's gonna it takes like eight sessions of dying and blah blah blah. Beard hair is like, different than regular hair. Yeah, I was like it probably is double as hard on beard hair. I'm just considering like shoving my face in a bucket of bleach. And just holding my breath for as long as I could that's for gonna, intervals. That's going to end in tears. I mean, like, <laughs> white tears. Bleach white tears. Uh, perfectly sanitized tears. Perfectly sanitized tears. Yeah, I mean, I would say what we're drinking, but, like, it's not anything of note. We're drinking beer. It's, well, Guinness. It's Guinness. St. Patrick's Day. It was St. Patrick's Day a few days ago. I made a delicious hash out of my leftover blood there for lunch tonight. Oh, oh nice. good for you. We didn't have any leftover uh, corned beef. So my sadly. kids hate it, so there's leftovers. Oh, man. Like, I don't yeah. know what well, I My ate. kids didn't eat much of it either, but I, think I, I guess ate, I ate a ton I ate, mac and, <laughs> I ate mac and cheese hot dogs. For lunch? No, for dinner. Oh. On St. Patty's Day. I mean, that's... Cooked some hot dogs off, and I made a glorious vegetable mac hot and dogs cheese. Hot dogs are probably Irish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a lot of... I was actually just watching, uh, if anyone's seen, like, Somebody Feed Phil. It's on Netflix. It's Phil Rosenthal from Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm fucking in love with the show. But, like, um, it's just him going around eating. It was a PBS show. First, it's called What's Phil Eating? And it stemmed into Netflix to Somebody Feed Phil. But anyway, the Dublin, Ireland episode, it's awesome. Like, seaweed's one of their biggest things. Oh, yeah. Like, then this really? whole, yeah. It was crazy. They were talking about seaweed and how they use it. And, like, it was just the Irish, man. And I'm Irish, so I'm like, represents. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, well, they're an island. 
So there's some where, like, that's what they do is they collect that's and, like, funny. take the That is true. Like Japan. It's, yeah, like Japan. Seaweed tempura. That was one of the dishes. And I was like, What Man. Irish dish is seaweed? They just use seaweed in a lot of things. It's like... They sneak it in? Yeah. In a lot of the, like, the soup like you Japan see, those little, those little green chunks and little yeah. green flakes in your miso soup? Yeah. Yeah, but that's... Oh, I'm not talking about Japan. I know Japanese. But I... But Ireland... Oh, you're talking I about like, Irish. I'd have, to, I'd have to find out more into it. I was just like... I've watched it once. Well, I've lied. I've watched it three times. <laughs> with with being at home as as much as I am right now, I've watched it three times. I'm not even gonna lie about saying watching it once. Um, but I haven't like they they haven't dove into it, and I haven't done my deep dive into. Oh well, what do they use seaweed for over in Ireland? I mean, like they use. Um, Every culture has their own kind of thickening agent. Like for us, when we're making yeah. like it's flour or a roux starch, yeah. or cornstarch, but cornstarch is typically Asian. Is uh, it really? Yeah, it's like okay. I believe it is. Like they use cornstarch or lotus flour a lot, uh-huh. and then like but agar agar is like their gelatin. We use Jello yeah. for gelatin. Yeah. Um, or gelatin to make Jello, but like um, in Ireland they use uh, oh man. Carrageenans and there's iota carrageenan and oh, kappa yeah. carrageenan, but carrageenans are extracts from seaweeds and algae. Yeah. Um, All right, that's something I guess. Yeah, and so like the next time you go and have yourself a McDonald's shake, the reason McDonald's shakes and like a lot of frozen uh, like soft serves and stuff, how they have that creaminess, it's iota carrageenan hmm. uh, because it activates with uh, calcium. Well, yeah. kappa activates with potassium, I believe, or it's flipped. As we've stated before, it's possible that oh. I'm just talking out my ass. Sorry if Mercy's breath smells. You're blowing my she mind. Always right smells. Huh? You're blowing, blowing my her mind. But uh, but yeah. So, so um, well, I mean, like we try not to let people know what time we're doing these things. But so there's this thing called the COVID. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this from the past, we have bad news for you. Yes. If you're listening to this from the future, there's still hope. Lucky you. Yeah. Lucky you. There's <laughs> no. Um, but, you know, so everyone's, like, self quarantine. Are you – so, like, all the kids are – both of you, the kids are home? Yep. Kids are home. Yeah. Kids are home. Wife is home. Actually, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm home. Actually, I'm doing my job from home. Oh. Um, this And um, I'm going to, for the foreseeable future, um, both to protect my own family, but also because I'm, like, the job of a reporter is, like, going to this place and then driving across town and going to this place and meet with people and then going across yeah. town. So it's, like, I'd be – I could be, like, the – I could infect thousands of people. So you're just trying to do like phone calls. I'm just doing phone calls yeah. and like video conferencing. Yeah. Um, which is this not is all ideal, being done but via phone call and video conferencing right now. <laughs> yeah. Look at how clear the sound is. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're innocent now. We don't know how bad we, we can social yeah. distance so much. I was talking to someone about that today. I was like, you know, like social distancing. It's like, yeah, but you know, you have the people that you know that you talk to. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, oh, I've been home for two weeks. Okay, we can hang out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's almost like uh, getting an STD screen for a new lover. Yeah. Something that I always do, you know? Oh, I've... Smart. Yeah. I'm not, because my mom plans on listening to this, so no comment. Well, well, it's well I've said that, some things, and i It's well I've, known that you're a virgin. That's, yeah. That's th- thanks, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Just clean old sweets. I... My mom, it, my mom really wants to listen to this, and I, and I was thinking about this when you were on, when we were talking, and I'm like... Any episode is going to be like, no, you can't listen to it. <laughs> and I just don't know yet. You know, I have a feeling she's going to be calling me up a lot and being like, clean your mouth up, you heathen. You know, but she's my mama. Love her. Yeah. I love you, mom. 
a lot. But yeah, so I mean, so you're so self quarantine kind of isolation. Yeah, isolating. You know, at least with the kids and yeah, all that and, and yeah. you doing. Yeah, I mean, I work from home. Well, I work. My company is based in California. Why don't you tell us what you do for work? This is a great segue. Do whatever I want. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, no, I work for this company in California. Um, our main product right now is this diagnostic test. If someone gets cancer, we take a biopsy and we take um, a blood draw. We do a we do a sequence of the tumor and a sequence of the blood, which represents, you know, the healthy genome. Uh, man, I hope not my wife ever hears this because they're a bunch of PhDs <laughs> and definitely is not going to say it. Anyway. No, it's okay. And then we do RNA. You know, our, our target audience proteins. is not PhDs that's or fair, PhD that's candidates. So anyways, we take all that information and we're able to look at genetically what's going on with that tumor. What's making that tumor be a tumor? Because normally, you know, your immune system is supposed to recognize things that have gone wrong. And when you get cancer, it's your immune system is not realizing that cancer is not self anymore and killing it, which is kind of interesting too because you kind of get into some philosophical stuff of what's self and what's not self. But um, <clears throat> anyways, we do all that and we spit out a report that says, here's, here's some treatments that might work better. Here's some treatments that might not work better. And this is all based on, on the genetics of it versus you know, the individual. Of the individual cancer, not oh, just wow. the individual, wow. because that's the thing. As as our owner says, every cancer is a different disease, right? Wow. Because because you're everyone has a different genome of their own, mm. and the, you know a lot of people have differences in the in the cancer genome. So you, you just looking at the genome of the tumor isn't enough. You have to look at the difference between the genome of the tumor and the healthy genome to see it. it I don't know. It's, they so you can't see that's that's interesting because like you know when, what I know of those things is like it's all the same treatment, but apparently well that's the problem. It's yeah, and that's what your company is trying to work yes. to fix. Yeah. It's like it's and like, that's what it was like twenty years ago, right? Yeah. Um, but now, thanks yeah. to this advancement in, in yep. genetic uh, technology. Yeah. So basically, I mean, what, where we're at right now is we can come in and say here's here's some current existing treatments that we might want to try, here's some that probably won't be effective. But where we're getting to is is like a vaccine, right? You can come in and say, the, the kind of a, the silver bullet here is to be able to come in and say, okay, let's look at, let's look at like genomically and biologically why the immune system isn't recognizing this tumor is not self and killing it. And let's identify something on the tumor that is unique to the tumor and we can then go and design a vaccine for that tumor, and we're gonna go grow a vaccine and put it in you, and then your immune system's gonna go, oh shit, look, what's that doing there? Wow. And wow. then it's gonna go kill it. So it's like art artisanal vaccines. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, hipster per, vaccines. We call it yeah. personalized medicine, but yeah. I like artisanal vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously the hipster in me gets that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, I'll pitch that. I mean, like, if you pitch it and it works. I'll help you with packaging. All right. We'll get yeah. you on the cover. Yeah. I mean, like, should be like a burlap sack, like, printed. <laughs> right. This is your personal artisanal vaccine. But anyways. Uh, yeah, that's me digressing. Sorry. All of that takes a lot. Like, uh, so for a single patient, it's like a terabyte of data. Wow. 
So if we're gonna scale it all, just get some raw data, and that's what I do is I build big, super well, big clusters of computers for storage and for consumer use, things like that. Mm. But yeah. now, oh yeah, so now we've all pivoted hard onto COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, I just spent the last couple days building a big cluster of GPUs to do uh, analysis of or to run simulations of proteins to try to find a target uh, to build a sponge, basically build a molecule that COVID will bind to instead of binding to your cells. So we'll, it's not a cure, but it will hopefully, once you have the virus, it'll slow it down by intercepting it before it's getting really invading the cell. Hmm. Um, but it's a, it takes a lot of uh, compute to run the simulation, so we just partnered with a big cloud company and set up a big cluster here. I think it's gonna be double the size tomorrow, so that's well, exciting times. It is. It's exciting times would be the best way, I guess, to put what's happening. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were, well, before you got here. It's certainly exciting. Exciting doesn't have to mean good, right? No, No. I mean, exciting is exciting. It could be good, exciting, or bad, exciting. You know, like, it's kind of like, I mean, from the restaurant perspective, we were talking about this earlier. It's like, how long are people going to keep going through this bleed right now as opposed to staunch the wound? Let it give it some time to heal, and then start getting back into things. You know, because like right now, it's just there's this bleed. I mean, I think the question comes down to if if you think do you think it's realistic that you're going to be able to live through this versus yeah. laid out? Yeah, like you know, well, it's the same thing. Like when you are sick, are you going to? I mean, like you just gonna, try to plow through it and keep right. doing your day to day. You keep showing up to work. Yeah, or are you going to do what the doctor Drink says it. and says, stay home and rest, drink plenty of fluids for us, alcohol, <laughs> and like. I'm not sure, and, sure if that's what the doctor <laughs> says, but. Doctor sweets. You know, there's what the doctor says, and then there's what the patient hears. Yeah, you know, it's like. But you know, like, like who's really to say which one is wrong? That's true. That's that's true. That. You know, like you know, but um, it's just kind of like. I mean, I've been talking to some friends in the food industry just in the state, and, like, um, you know, there's some that are really vehement about being, like, shut it down. You know, I was talking to a friend, and I'll keep it vague, but I was talking to a buddy. He has a restaurant. I, I, it came up on an Instagram post. We're shutting down till April, like April 29th. So not doing takeout like everyone else. Just, just shut, shut it down. down. Yeah. And what they've, what their solution was, which is a good one, I think out of all the solutions I've seen, it's the one that I think is the best when it comes to communities supporting communities, which, as you know, is like my shtick now. But like, you can go and buy a gift card, two hundred dollar gift card, and get fifty bucks back. Or you can choose instead of getting that fifty bucks back, put that towards their way to help the staff. So you still you buy a gift card, that's money in that you're going to spend at the place anyway. But you can either take the extra for yourself, which, you know, no skin off your teeth if you do, or you can put it towards making sure this business is going to come back with its full crew, with where its is, employees. Where's the extra coming from? Uh, it's like gift card, uh, like a gift card promo. I'm guessing... No, I understand that, oh, but they got to have the money to do that. I'm guessing, I'm guessing what they're doing is they're taking that extra and out of their own pocket and 
afford to do that. Yeah, if they can afford to do it. If they can afford to do it. And I think, like, you know, they can afford to do it for such a, just probably a certain amount of time. You know, um, but, like, restaurants that aren't doing, restaurants that don't do takeout. Yeah. Never do takeout. Like, it's not their bread and butter. What is there to gain by trying to, like, as we said, get nickels and dimes right now? I'm going to just... I'm going to say something else, too. There's a reason the governor came out with hugely expanding unemployment benefits. Yeah. And, and, and if you're trying to milk along, you might be able to make an argument that you're preventing your staff from using that resource that they should be using. Yeah. It's, I mean, I told, I told my crew, and they were like, well, I go, it's their choice at that point. You know, it's your personal choice if you want to go and try to do it, but, like, it's there. Um, I don't know anything about this $1,000 thing either, but, like, Trump – Something came up with like the president saying a thousand bucks, huh? I don't know either. So I, I just I just keep seeing it posted up right. and people making light of the situation, like, oh, you know, like if you don't support your president, don't take this thousand dollars. And it's like, shut the fuck up. This has nothing to do with who you support politically, or this has to do with the fact that we're fucking people. Mm-hmm. Do you see that on Facebook? Oh god. That's why I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I see all this shit on Facebook. You can ignore it so much, but like then I go and I'll look things up, but it's like. I'm tired of hearing the negative. It fucking sucks right now. And it's negative. So what do you do? Put Pull your panties up and be positive And try to do something good for your community. And like at this point, like I was telling Aaron earlier, I've made a bunch of calls. And, you know, contacted purveyors, contacted people. Like, what are you going to do with all this food that's going to go in the garbage? And if things go well on Monday, we're, we're just giving food away. We're going to be preparing meals and giving food away to people who need it. Because yeah. fuck making money at this point. Fuck all that shit. It has to do with people need to live through this and have to fucking survive. Mm-hmm. And all these fucking greedy snipes, you know. And if you're listening and you're like, oh, man, I feel kind of bad right now, then maybe you are a greedy goddamn snipe. Like, <laughs> and maybe you should reconsider the things that you're doing. But, like, we should be trying to help out our community because at the end of the day – the community is going to help out all the small businesses when it's back on its feet. Yeah. And, like, that's how you get through. You know, like, it's not time to fucking put walls up. It's time to fucking tear them down and do something right. You know, like, um, like I said, tomorrow I got to go pick up food from a restaurant because they're shutting down. They're not – what? Are, so they've already – without knowing it, they're going to help a cause. Yeah. Great. Great. You know, I get in contact with other people. Sweet. Fuck it. I'll take it. Let's do it. Like let's 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 make this let's 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 look at the silver lining. Let's like do something better yeah. because yes, it sucks, but we can all just bitch and moan about it, or we can rally together and try to make it fucking better just yeah. for a minute. Yeah, you know. And we are seeing lots of examples of that. There are a lot of really good yeah, examples of, of that positivity moving yeah, forward, and uh, it, that is really encouraging. And um, I don't know. I think do you guys. I don't know. If necessarily turning to you but um do you have he turned to aaron yes point that out not me (laughs) do you guys have a sense as to what um what we're looking at here in terms of a duration of this sort of shutdown it's gonna be a year a year a whole year i so this is varying levels of the year right this is growing exponentially yeah we have a hard time thinking about what that means but just think back before we start i was talking to keelan talking to a friend of mine on Saturday. Yeah. Think back to Saturday. Yeah. How different that was from right now. Yeah. 
So think about this where we're going to be in another yeah. three or four days. And yeah. we're and in the news cycle, we're two days behind. Yeah. But like, when we found out there were two cases in Laconia. Oh yeah, was, it didn't make it up to the state uh, for two days. Two days. <laughs> the state which, didn't know. Which yeah. means that like we're probably at much more. Right the, now. the state didn't know about that. I mean, this is another reporter in my newsroom. But until the reporter called this guy at the state and exactly was like, right. "Why aren't they on your list?" And he's like, "I." It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think I think it's much worse already than we than, than we, we actually know. know. Yeah. And so, but it's not like they're not they're not telling us to like fucking. They don't know, man. This is this is this is what we were talking about yeah, before. They, they don't There's know. a vacuum of leadership, not just at the at every level from the federal down to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one knows what's going. That's that's then, probably so. It. So one of the things I've been curious about. So I don't know. I mean, you see, China had good news today. They have no new communities spread there. Uh, South Korea is a oh no, China. Yeah. So China. I, I, what I was trying to figure out was how China, what China's going to do now because it's over there, and this is what they're doing. Wait, it's done. They're they're almost done. They've got no more today. They had no new cases. So like, they, so, like, they've reached, like, whatever the purge was going to be, and it's done. Like, they, no they more have, cases. They've contained it. They've contained it. They didn't let it run its course. They contained it successfully, yeah. which is important. Yeah. Because that's not what we're doing. No, we're not contained. So, China and a lot of Asian yeah. countries have had SARS and MERS and... Swine flu. Swine flu. And, and they've learned from those. So, when SARS came, China built... All these um, fever clinics. And so th- th- this is what happens. If you're in China, everywhere you go, you're getting your temperature taken. You get on the subway, you get your temperature taken. You go into a building, you get your temperature taken. You come into your apartment building, you get your temperature taken. If your temperature is high, you get sent to the fever clinic. Wow. At the fever clinic, they test you for the flu. If you don't have the flu, because the flu tests are cheap and easy and everywhere. If you don't have the flu, they will do. Oh, they'll test white blood cell count. Another quick, cheap, easy test because white blood cell count, high white blood cell counts can indicate bacteria and still bile. If you don't have that, they have these little portable CT scanners. They take a couple slices of your body, real quick. They look at them if you have the ground glass that you know they're talking about, and they say, okay, you now we're going to test you for 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 uh, for SARS, for COVID, COVID. MERS, yeah. yeah. And then you go and you sit in the waiting room. With a bunch of other people who have also made it as far as you have, and your court, but you're at this point those people have made that far. Yeah, you're sitting like you are. You are further partitioned apart than we are now because they're actually good yeah. about social distancing. But they partition. <laughs> but they partitioned everybody. Out. Yeah, and then if you have it, they have they have like huge areas where people go just to just to convalesce with you know just to to get through it. Yeah, to be quarantined and to get through it. We have nothing like that. No. Like not even the glimmer. Of, we're not even testing right now. We're functionally we're not testing. Yeah, the for how few tests we're doing. Yeah, because the tests are fucking expensive. Well, well they, and they're taking like five days to come back right now. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. There's a coworker of mine who had dinner on uh, Saturday with a rel- with a friend of a relative, and uh, it was like an extended meal, and they were. I think they had them actually had them over for dinner. And uh, on Sunday, that person, the friend of the family, they found out that they came down with symptoms and got tested and um, was known to be exposed 
found out afterward that she had been exposed to someone else and who did test positive. And so then she went and got tested and notified everyone that she'd seen since that contact, including my coworker. And that coworker still is like waiting to hear from yeah. her test. Yep. So like just for that one person waiting for that test, there's this whole web of people that yep. are like, I have no idea. My dad, my dad's coworker's wife, huh. went in and got tested for the flu, failed that, and got <clears> tested, <throat> which is two days ago, and she hasn't come back yet. Yeah. She worked. Well, I guess I can say this because it's gonna air for a while, but she worked at a grocery store. Mm. So. Yes. Which, which, yeah. like that's that's terrifying to me yep. too. Like the grocery stores. Which they're necessity to stay open. Yeah. But like, that's where it's gonna spread. Yeah, I mean, almost by it's, circumstance. It, by that's that's because you're gonna hit a point where like, you gotta go, get something, and like that's where yeah. it's that's where you're gonna get it. Anyways, the point of all that was, China. That's why China has returned to normalcy because they have that huge machine in place. Yeah. We Whereas don't have that. We don't. We have everyone. Try your best to stay away from each other. And Which we're doing really well look at how right that's now. going. Listen, at least we're not on the beach in Florida. Oh yeah, my god, true. I couldn't believe that. Oh, there's a kid. The or oh, well, no, there's a, there's like an aerial. It's like spring break down there. Oh yeah. All the schools closed, so all the all the young kids ran to the beach and were having a great time. Oh yeah, someone asked the kid about. It. He's like, if I die from COVID, I die from COVID. It's like, no one really cares if you die from yeah, that. Yeah. We it's care about the fact that you're gonna like kill yeah. a whole generation. Yeah. You know, it's like. I mean, it, but at the same time, all this happening, it's like, it's almost like did the world, did, did the earth decide that it was done with <laughs> right. the parasite of humanity? And they're like, all right, time to clear it. Because since, since Italy shut down, for the first time in God knows how long, there's dolphins swimming in Venice and the canals in Venice. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, um, like no. China, like, like they were showing pictures of the smog versus not smog. Some people who live in China, it's the first time in 20 years they've seen blue sky. This is, yeah. this is a dress rehearsal for when Mother Earth wants to get rid of us. Yeah, yeah. right. This wasn't even that bad. Yeah, and that's the point I've been trying to make. Like, what if, I mean, the Spanish flu was like a 20% mortality yeah. rate. Yeah. This is two or three. Mm-hmm. Although, we'll see what happens when it's in this country. Because this is the, the other thing that's really scary is, this is the, the U.S. is the first country that's having a major outbreak that does not have universal health care. So there's a whole bunch of people who are going to get it. Who are there? Are your grocery store workers? Are your wait staff? Are your bartenders? Don't worry about them anymore. Who um, don't have health insurance? Yeah. Don't have a primary care provider? Yeah. Who and are going to been spreading it for the last couple of weeks? Yeah, they, they get a cough, they get a headache, sick. they got to go to work. They you know they got to pay the bills, so yeah. uh, they can't afford to go to the doctor. So yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's that's that's true. Like what? And they're going to wait until it's an emergency room visit before they seek help and so anyway so yeah that was that I think was, it's gonna be a while that was a big old shovel full of positivity <laughs> right there no it is gonna be a while but I mean like I said at the, but still at the end of the day it's like with all the shit that's going on I guess in our country and stuff like it's all the more reason for the people who aren't leading to start becoming leaders and you know like being like alright this is how it's fucking going down yeah, I mean, I think we're, you know, I think, I mean, think about it, right? In this country, if we have a year of, a year of, we're supposed to be self-quarantining and staying away, we're a creative, we're a creative entrepreneurial country. Like, we're going to figure, we're going to figure some shit out. Yeah. And, and it might be some shit that ends up being permanent, right? Like, we might, oh, yeah. 
gonna be some fundam- fundamental changes. I mean, yeah. I was thinking about this the other night, thinking about like when they shut down all the restaurant, all the restaurants. <coughs> what comes back after this might not. It might be fundamentally different from what was before. Yeah. Right. Like there might be a whole different model. That's it's a restaurant. Someone asked me, "Have you thought about the new model that your restaurant's going to be built on when right. you open?" Right. I have no and idea what it is. And I was like, and I and I said to the person I was talking to, I was like, "Well." Probably, but to be honest, like, I think my model will end up being built with the next steps that I'm moving forward with. Like, it's, I don't, I don't, you're right, I have no fucking clue. Right. Like, no idea oh, yeah, what the next steps are because, true. like, because you've never, like, no, I don't want, well, like, but people haven't, actually, we haven't had to deal with this at the particular juncture we're at you know it's it's like i mean like personally thinking about these robotic kitchens now they are building kitchens that are completely run off a robot which means that they cook everything they plate it up it's seasoned you know it's it's programmed and like okay so it's like is that the next step or like are we going to take the humanity out of humanity you know like what's gonna you know what's gonna happen you know like um yeah, it, it's, you know, like, it, frankly, it's terrifying. You know, like, I try not to think about it because, you know, like, I don't want to be scared all the fucking time. You, you don't want to like, be scared of the change by no, itself. Yeah, no, it's, and, and, and I don't think, like, I haven't thought about it as, like, scared, being scared of the change. It's, like, more, I think the things that I, I think are going to happen is, like, you're going to see, you're going to see these smaller communities kind of close themselves off and become these smaller communities you know someone said to me that like and i doubt this is going to happen anytime soon but someone said like you know give it 20 years the united states of america is going to be broken up into different countries there's going to be new england there's going to be like the the virginias there's going to be like the panhandle like and each, each just, just the panhandle because yeah. no one wants to be in a country like, like that no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. just You're the panhandle your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can go you can go down there swamp people but you know like but it's possible like this no one seceded it's all written in laws you know states can secede from the union yeah. and like become individualized places and like maybe that's what it is maybe people get fed up with the idea of like having to deal with one government dealing with shit and they're like you know what we're gonna We've risen up. We're like, all right, fine, fuck it. You're not gonna lead us. We'll lead ourselves, and we'll be good with it. Here's something. Here's something I think is maybe kind of a good chance will happen is that we'll come out of this with a universal basic income. Universal basic income? You mean like like Andrew Yang was going on about? Wouldn't it be crazy if Andrew Yang's? What would that do? Let's say in a year we're clear. There's a vaccine. We've all had it. We're clear. You're getting ready to start back up again. Yeah. But you and all your staff are getting a grand a month. What does that change when you go to start back up again? Well, me and my – is it just me and my staff? No, everyone. But I'm just saying, like, are you going to have a hard time getting your staff back? No. I think, as a matter of fact, it's going to be a lot easier because what will end up happening is, like, prices will have to be adjusted due to that. You're talking, like, fucking Gene Roddenberry Star Trek shit. No, or this like, is – Andrew Yang was a presidential candidate touting this. It's not it's not out there. Donald Trump was talking about sending everyone a thousand dollars once. Once yeah. he does it once. Yeah. But like have to do it again. And then but I mean if that's again. if that's the case, like what happens like is it all reset? So like if you're a billionaire at the end of this, 
Are you still a billionaire, but now you're just making a thousand dollars a month? No, 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 no. You're still a billionaire. You get a thousand dollar a month trunk check from the government, but you also pay a shit ton of taxes for your health care. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, socialistic. So what you're talking about is where, if we're talking about Medicare for all, you're talking about like basically social security for all. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, but like, do you have to work for it? That's no. the question. No. So if you don't have to work That's for it, makes it universal. so if Government. you don't have to work for it, I think what you're going to find is that to start, no one's going to work. Well, no one's going to be able to because we're all going to be fucking self-quarantined. But I'm saying, like, if the thousand dollar a month, like, say, say, yeah, say the pay structure for the entire society changes, it's I, not a pay structure. No. I mean, am I, I, am I a, misunderstanding? We're all just going to get a thousand dollar check from the government, no matter what. Right. You can still go out and get a job, just like now. And you can get paid. Yeah. To work. It doesn't replace your salary. It just shows oh, right. Up. See, I thought you were saying no, 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 this no. is a replacement no, 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 no. of the salary. No, 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 no. I think what's going to happen is, if that's the case, if you're just going to get a thousand dollar check a month, I think you're going to find two things. There's, there's going to be people who are going to See it as an opportunity. They're gonna get greedy. Rents are gonna go up. Costs are gonna sure, go up. Sure. Yeah. They're probably Everything's gonna go up. So I think what'll end up happening is nothing. It's gonna stay the fucking same. You'll just end up getting a thousand dollar check, but like instead of going out to McDonald's and getting a McDouble for a buck, a McDouble's gonna be like ten dollars. And then you're gonna be like, well, that's great. That's a deal. Yeah. You know, like, and but it's it's the same. It's society's just gonna adapt to the fact. That there's more, but there's not more money to give right now. There's not more money to put out there. You know, well, like, interest rates are at zero, so yeah, the government just basically <laughs> just gets free money at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, but like, but you're looking at it, and it's like, it's yeah, you're right. The government's just getting free money, or like, but it's it's it'll change things, but I think it's just going to. This is what I think. I think when you go to start your restaurant off again. Yeah. If you know, you know your own staff. You're gonna have some staff that are like, "Fuck it, I don't need to work. This is enough money for me." And you know what? They're probably the staff. Those are probably the people that you're gonna get rid of anyways if you yeah. could. So oh, the, people, the people who are still showing up are gonna be the people who are like. But but what I'm saying is like, they'll they might for that first couple of months be like, I can live off of this until right. everybody figures out. You know, once the Dollar Tree turns into the five dollars, <laughs> and like you know, all these things fucking change because people are like, "Oh, well, we'll just raise the prices." Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, it's, it's a, gonna it's make a theory. The thing is, it's never been tested, so we don't really, no, we don't really know. We switched to another beer, by the way. This is uh, from friend of the show, uh, <laughs> Randy Booth. Wait, you gotta do it like in that. Uh, this next beer is for a friend of the show, Randy Booth from Twin Barns Brewing. Randy, yeah. This Randy. is a double IPA called Lake Cruiser made by Twin Barns Brewing for it's our friend Randy Booth. It's delicious. Okay. <laughs> have you tasted it? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Then you have. Well, just now. Well, I've had it too. <laughs> I've been up there a few times. <laughs> yeah. Just, just now, but. Did you like the? <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. It was great. That yeah. you know, a real announcement. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely a crazy time and everything going on. I mean, like, I've I've always been a fanatical, idealistic kind of person. So like, when I look at things, like I, I don't know. Are you if you had to describe yourself, are you a pessimist? Are you an optimist? Are you a realist? Which is just a pessimist optimist and an optimist pessimist. 
They just like that's the hipster of the grading yourself like you know like or like what do you what do you guys find yourselves as are you optimist pessimist realist idealist i'm, I'm optimistic yeah. but uh not right now yeah <laughs> but not at the moment yeah i'm a cynical realist cynical realist yeah nice i mean like i think i've, I've just always been an idealist mm-hmm. you know like i i believe Stupidly, I think a lot of times, but like I can't change this about myself. But I believe in the goodness of people, the goodness of the world, and that there is good out there, and that no matter what happens, the good's gonna outweigh the bad. Yeah, I'll give you this. I I think when I'm cynical, it's about broad things. But when I'm I'm I think I give people the benefit of the doubt when I'm when you're interacting with people. You know, with with a single person, versus when you're thinking about like broad strokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. I mean, like when you think, I if if you're thinking big, big picture, big scheme, like yeah, I I would see the the ease of being cynical. Whereas like dealing with someone one on one, there's it's easy to be not cynical because you can be like, okay, like you you're talking yeah. to one person, believing the right. benefit of the doubt. I think what I hope is going to happen after all this is that people are going to be like, the people that have risen or have or are beginning to rise to be positive leaders in the spaces that they're at, whatever they do. If you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a chef, if you're a line cook, if you're working at McDonald's, like wherever you are, if you're rising to a point where like you're going to be a positive force in what's going on right now, the more people that rise up to that, the better chance I think we have of getting through this without any of the bad stuff coming back at the end. The more we decide to focus on all these dipshits that are doing dipshitty things <laughs> because they're dipshits by nature. Just doing what dipshits do. Just doing what dipshits do. I mean, like, if we start to ignore those dipshits and say, like, well, ignore them. They're just dipshits. The dipshits will then either adhere to what the new program is, which is positivity and trying to make things better, or they will be dipshits that we all hate, and we will just ignore them. You know, I think that's a good point. I think that is something I think that could come out of this, is that people, as you see, you know, a, a lack of leadership, whether it's, you know, community, local leadership, or whatever, you can react to it and step into that and be a leader yourself mm. that I think is, is I think that's a really good point this yeah. is this is a is. really awesome chance for positive change right after all the negativity people have been bitching about the last since yeah. I was born yeah so you people know like are just not gonna put up with shit leadership yeah maybe, gonna... maybe now is the time that you're like you know and it's not the people who want to be leaders I sure shit don't want to be a leader. I mean, like, I don't want to go out and, like, you know, run the world. I just want to make the world better. Yeah. You know, like, that's – and I think the more – you know, like, case in point, I mean, if my sous chef John listens to this, then good because I gush about him all the time. But John's been with me for two years. If you had asked me last year through everything that's going on, if John would come to me and think about something besides John, I would have said no. I would have told you John's a great employee, he's a great worker, but John is about John. And in this last year, 
I don't know if it's through through myself, through other people, through whatever. John is a believer in doing the right thing, even when it fucking sucks ass for him. Hmm. Like, and it does. You know, like he's not. You know, he's just he's a he's a great guy, but like. He's not in it to do something great so, like, his life's going to be better. He's making these suggestions and saying, like, let's do this. And talking to the people that I can't talk to and convincing people who I never would have thought. I mean, like, where we're going to pick up food tomorrow, never would have thought that that guy in the, in, would, would be like, yeah, here, go for it. Let me ask you this. What was the environment? What, what, what caused that change in John? I believe in John. 100%. Yeah. Like, I have, like, I, I do. It took a leader to make him into a leader? I guess so. But I don't, but I mean, like, I don't view myself as a leader. I'm a loudmouth. I talk a lot. Um, I say, I say things other, there's a great quote from Community, Chevy Chase. I say things that others won't. That has value. And it does. You know, like, um, but it's, but it does. But it's like, I'll say things others won't. You know, when someone, when someone comes comes up to me with like, like, with cynicism, I usually just like, I don't fight them with like, I don't go back and be like, well, point A, point B, point C, point like whatever. I go, you're a dick. <laughs> Do you hear how dickish you sound right now? Do you hear like, you're telling me that like, you don't believe in the goodness of anything? I go, what a fucking terrible way to live. What a god awful way to live. Can you imagine that? If your whole life was just thinking about, oh, this sucks, this sucks, and you couldn't take the joy in fucking anything. If you're one of those people who, like, a pop song comes on the radio and you just listen to indie music and you're like, oh, that fucking... It's catchy! Shut your fucking mouth! Like, why are you going to tear it down for somebody else? Why are you going to make this bad for someone else? You're giving nothing back to your society, nothing back to your community. And this is, like, where I get fed up with it, you know? Like, and my guys in the kitchen hear me when I'm like, we're done with it. I'm not coming... I'm not having tourists come into the kitchen anymore. I'm having guys that are coming into their kitchen who want to do something great. If you don't want to do something great, there are plenty of other places that you can go. You're here to be great, and you have the potential to be great, and I'm not having you here because I just thought, eh, I, I saw it in you. I've seen it in you. Something you don't see in yourself. And I will fucking pry it out of you so you see it. Like, because you deserve that. Hmm. You deserve to see the goodness that you have in yourself. And, I, and I'm speaking from personal experience. I think I'm a piece of shit. I think I'm a scumbag. I don't think that I'm offering anything good with the world. And every time I try to do something good, it's not from it's not from a point of guilt or anything like that. It's just like it's the right thing to do. You know, like and if I don't do it, well then I'm scummier than I already think I am. You know, like but I look at my crew and the guys and I'm like, No, you're not shitbags. You guys are good people. Believe it. And own it and be good people. No one does that around here. Like no one no one builds their teams up. Everyone's replaceable, like, you know, and I've been to places where I was replaceable, you know, like, and I decided that, you know, once again, enough is enough. The whole fucking point of the show, unreasonability, being unreasonable, like the quote, like, the reasonable man adapts himself to the world and the unreasonable man forces the world to adapt to himself. Therefore, all change is made on the unreasonable man. And that's, I still stick to it. I, every morning I wake up and there's days that I'm productive and there's days that I do things. But like every morning I wake up, I go, are you the unreasonable man? Or are you the fucking reasonable one? Every morning. And so far, every morning I wake up and you're the unreasonable one. So force a change. Make a change. In the right way. 
we're talking about leadership. I'm going to take a little a little left turn here. I like left turns. Let's get into what I want, I want to get to uh, specific things you can do in leadership. I'll tell you this. I am on a board of trustees of the library and on the board of the Duke and Community Developers. Yeah. I don't know anything about being, well, I do now. It's been a few years. When I started those, I didn't know anything about being on a board. I didn't know what boards did. I'm still learning quite a bit. Um, board membership in either nonprofits or government, there's, there's a lot of opportunities like this mm. in our community. Yeah. And it's a type of thing where you it gives you an opportunity to show up. It's not a huge time commitment. It, it can be a heavy mental lift because mm-hmm. If you really want to show up and do a good job, there can be a lot of homework. Um, but I think, like, you know, we're talking about leadership, leaders showing up. This is one way to do it. I mean, there's a lot of ways to be a leader kind of uh, implicit, not implicitly, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like just a leader, you know, either, obviously you're a leader in the kitchen. Uh, Don't look at this. <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't know. No. <laughs> no. But, I mean, you can be, that. like, a leader in, like, your friend. Like, there's a lot of ways to be a leader. Leader in your friend group. Like, automatically. Like, but I'm saying you can also go out there. And there's, like, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I'm a dummy. Like, I, I'm not anything I'm not anything special. I show up to this LRCD board meeting. I'm like, what is even happening? <laughs> but over time, I've learned yeah. what I contribute there is I show up. And my one big strength is that I have enough self-confidence that I don't care about looking stupid. And I asked all the stupid questions, and it turns out that's a valuable thing. It's, it's, that was the recruiting tool. Aaron, we'd like you to join the group. Yeah, I'm going to ask the question. Ask what questions. happens all the time is I'll be like, well, wait a minute. Can you explain that a little more? And then suddenly three other people are, are like Jumping following in. up. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. I, I Three years ago, I joined the board for my local nonprofit children's center. Uh, oh, you know Jillian now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually missed that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for like the first two years, I was like, I am the stupidest person in the room. And um, then fortunately, some of the really smart people uh, turned out. And so, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no I, I came up to speed and uh, eventually, and yeah, it is, uh, that was really, uh, yeah, and I open, that's a great suggestion for people that are looking to get into some sort of community leadership role. Find a nonprofit that you're passionate about and, and see, if, see if they're looking for board members because often they really are because there's a lot of them have like term limits and they are like people people cycle in people yep. cycle out yep. and it's like they need and um, you might have a perspective or a life experience that's not yep. uh, present on the board and you get some some boards that are full of uh, uh, wealthy old white people and um, it's nice to have someone who's not wealthy and old on the board yeah. I mean I can't I'm still carrying the white flag but <laughs> born with that. So I'm going to say more like a peach color. I'm a peach. Yeah, I go. Yeah. I, take the, I take peach. You know, you know, like we can go by the pink scale. Yeah. <laughs> Burnt umber. Peach. Yeah. I but no, I, I agree with you. I mean, like, it's it's funny you say it because, like, at my in my small business, so I'm on the small business group in, in Center Harbor. No, yeah, that's, like, a, that's a good group. It's great. It's it's a it's a it's a a group that's got a lot of pull in places that I didn't think you know, it, like it punches above its weight. It punches way above its weight, but or it can't. Sorry, it can punch way above its weight. Um, but like, 
like sometimes, you know, like I went in, uh, we just had a, well, the last meeting we had, I showed up at, and like, I'm that kid that's just going to go in and be like, all right, we're fucking lazy. <laughs> like, we're supposed to be doing something, so why don't we fucking do something? Why are we hemming and hawing? Like, why are we talking? Like, and that's how I am with everything. If I ever get involved in a group, and like, I give it one meeting, I just sit and I'll listen for one meeting. And if that meeting is, if I, if I get even the whiff of like some bitchiness about something, well, I wish we could change this. I wish. Well, why don't you? What's stopping you? Like, and that's the question that I ask. Why? Why are you not doing this right now? And like, and then someone will say to me, "Well, like, well, we started, but then like, well, then, then, then there's no excuse. That that's laziness. You know, like, um, it's like working at a summer camp for years. I was, I became the head head cook there, and like, um, but before I was the head cook, you know, I did all the jobs, like counselor, maintenance man, lifeguard, AP programmer, like all sorts of stuff. And I remember, Are um, you a programmer? like adventure programmer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we, someone donated a short bus to the camp, which is a big gift because it's not a 16 passenger van, which when they train you how to drive one of those, it's just a CNN tape saying how much of a death trap it is. Right, yeah. This is actually a I've safe, one of those. this it's is terrifying. a safe vehicle yeah. to drive. Now, the kicker was we didn't have anybody on site who could drive it. So if we ever needed to use it, it was a lot of out external planning. So I found out that they needed someone to drive it, and I had the time. So I studied, which I don't do well, but I studied and studied. And I finally – and I went down on my day off, and I passed the written exam. Mm -hmm. They only do driving exams certain points of time. There was a driving exam the next week, and the, the next driving exam that was available after that was at the end of the summer. My boss told me, there's no way in hell you're going and taking that driving exam. You need to be here. Well, what the fuck was the point? Like, how is this going to help out anybody? So I made some calls, and I had someone drive me down, and I just left camp for a day, and I came back with my fucking driver's license. You didn't and get fired. The only reason I didn't get fired is I came back with that driver's license. <laughs> you failed the test, yeah. If uh, I failed the test, I would have been fired. But I showed back up and, like, I passed and I can drive it. Yeah. This is now something we can use that is helpful. Yeah. It is not just sitting around wasting space. After that summer, I didn't get hired back till the wife of the director passed. Because <laughs> that's who I pissed off. Huh. Once she passed, I got hired back. But I got hired back and, and it was like my my unreasonableness, like my just yeah. my my Working at a summer camp, it's about the kids. I don't care if you don't want to go and eat peanut butter and jellies or whatever. That's what the kids are eating, so shut the fuck up and eat it. Like, I don't care if you want this. It's not about you. It's about these kids. These are our clients. These need to be taken care of. But that's kind of like what I think about like with community. I don't, I don't really care what I want right now. It's what's best for the people around me. And, like, being on a board or, like, more people need to go on a board and just be like, why? And then when they get the answer, if they think it's stupid, like, all right, let's dive into this because this yep. sounds pretty dumb. Yep. And then if it keeps going, like, do you realize, like, how stupid you sound? You know, Maybe, um, maybe don't say it like that. <laughs> yeah. I've said it like – I, I said know, it to John Kerry once. It's not always the best approach. No, it's not. And see, like, but that's, that's why I'm not a good board member because <laughs> I have no I, – I don't mind people – 
hating me over something that I think is trivial, like politics. I think I told you this, my John Kerry story. I was, I was in high school, John Kerry was in the primaries, and he came to visit the high school. Oh, I was... That John Kerry. That yeah. John Kerry. Absolutely. I was is promised... Remember the Jim, Jim I, was, thing? I was promised a grade bump if I asked a question at this thing. Yeah. And I needed it. It didn't specify what question. Um, <laughs> it didn't specify, it just had to ask him a question. If you ask him a question, you get a grade bump. And I worked, I was on the film crew of the school, so I'm filming and being there. And all these kids are just asking, you know... Stupid kid questions. What are you going to do when it comes to me? <laughs> That's not a stupid question. Excuse me, Mr. President. I'm going to college. How are you going to help that be more affordable? As I'm sitting in the back behind the timpanies fil- filming this, I'm watching this adult be asked, yeah, you're right, not a stupid question, a easy question to answer. Yeah. You know, like, if you believe, like, hey, yeah, you know what, we're not going to test the weed question, I don't think we're going to do it. But thank you. Like, I'm not, that's, oh, this one we do about school. But the guy kept dodging. He didn't answer a single fucking question. Hmm. Just kept dodging. And so I raised my hand. And he goes, you, young man in the back. And I said, yeah, Mr. Carey, do you know how to answer a question? <laughs> and he goes, excuse me? I'm like, you know, someone asks you a question, you listen to it, and then you give a response that answers the question that was proposed to you. Do you know how that works? <laughs> He got really pissed. <laughs> Rightfully so. But, like, really pissed. And then, in his whole tirade to tell me that he knew how to answer a question, he didn't answer a question. Wait, was that the guy that... John Kerry. That was the guy that... You, oh, oh, The John, John Kerry. Kerry. Yeah, Senator, the, Senator John Kerry. Yeah, he looks like the snow miser. The, uh... The windsurfer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The I was thinking of the guy... Who's the guy that grunted? Screamed. John oh, McCain. Dane. No, Dean. Howard Dean. Oh, Howard Dean. I thought I was yeah. yeah. No, so like John, so like. I can see, yeah, all right, I got it now. Yeah, and so so the best part about it was I got back to class. Um, it ended up being like I was on the news for it. It was, there was <laughs> it became a whole fucking big thing. But what the best part was I got back to class and my teacher, Mr. Morris, was like, the ball's on you, grade and a half. And I was like, bump <laughs> yeah. me a grade and a half. <laughs> Good teacher. And I was like, yeah, you know, like. Because he's like, no one, no, of course no one asks those, those questions. Yeah, no. But I, I think that's like a big part. Like, it's okay to be a little loud. It's okay right, to so be a maybe little. Maybe not everyone should join boards, but some people, <laughs> yeah. some people can. Some people who. Maybe business groups are the right fit for you. Yeah, some people, people who. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Pe- people who have the patience, you know, like, I'm just not patient. You know, like, I, I, I've always been the kind of guy that there's something that needs to be fixed, which is why I'm terrible with relationships. Woman has a problem. They just mm. want to hear you say it sucks sometimes. Yeah, that's I'm most, the guy. Most of the time. Actually. I'm the guy yeah. that's like. Shouldn't try yeah. to fix it. Yeah, took, took I'm the guy that's like, that babe, yeah. I just found all these different jobs that would be perfect for you to apply for if you want to. Leave me alone. Yeah. You're dumped. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I was trying to be helpful. <laughs> you know, like. It was actually a Pearl Jam song that I was talking about to me. I, I think it's called, called the, Sit Near Me. Yeah. <laughs> the Fixer, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. That was just all about that. And, um,. After like years of fights with my with my spouse to be, I, I heard the song. I was like, came home, was like, babe, this song it like told me everything that's wrong. Problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like there was. This. She's like, yeah, that's what I've been trying to literally tell you in so many words for years. Just, Just say shut it sucks. up and listen to me. Just say it sucks. Yeah. And if they want. But when Eddie better tells you to do it, yeah. Oh, so you've heard the song? Yeah. No, yeah. that's just yeah. all of it. Yeah. It's all, but yeah, I mean, like that's—I mean—that's kind of like the case of what's going on right now. 
there's there's people that are going to be really important because they're going to listen to what's going on and say that sucks and then there's people who are going to be really important who are going to listen to be like that sucks this is what we're going to do like there needs to be that balance yeah you know like it for sure because like i'll i'll end up pissing off people for sure and then someone who isn't like me will end up pissing off people but then we find the avenues to get to where we need to get to this is delicious by the way Uh, isn't it good yeah i haven't i don't remember it being this good it's randy randy was the last time you had it here to to randy wait to randy booth friend of the show show, randy booth great job in this great theater Twin barns oh man i really hope they can still pull off that uh they're, they're, dude, they're building it. Two acre friggin. Have you not? Have, when was the last time you drove by? It, they're building. There are construction has begun. They, I, mean, I guess that's big enough that you can social distance there. Yeah, the pavilion. Outdoor outside. fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to sanitize the cornhole bags yeah. after each throw. Just but you know, bleach. just a little Duncan some pre URL. Yeah, know? or just like wear a hazmat suit and close. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'm that's a little hot though. I, I'm I tell you what, the guy. How many people are gonna the, be wearing hazmat suits for for the, Halloween? The suit? guy who figures out how to Ooh, make a fashionable yeah, hazmat right. suit, like one that you can wear just for the regular days. <laughs> like, Wait, yeah, the, the, the fashionable. There's money suit? to be made there. How about the sexy hazmat suit? Yeah. It dep- I guess it depends what you're into. Really. <laughs> That's <laughs> precisely. <laughs> just, just give me some latex, brother. <laughs> it's a good time for the guy that's just into hazmat suits, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You know? But if you're into skin, I don't know what's going to work. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know? <laughs> you got skin, you're not in. But, yeah, I mean, it's... There's a lot of possibilities and opportunities out there. That's and right. It's like, yeah. And like I said, it's, it's either make the best of it, do what's right, or don't, mm-hmm. but hopefully more people, as we discuss, are going to start being like, like okay, you know, yeah. rise, 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 and get things done, you know. Um, yeah. So, Aaron, what's going on in your life besides uh, besides this? Yeah. By the way, your cardigan is tremendous. You look great. Thank you. You look very cozy. Yeah. Oh, I am. You look mm-hmm. comfortable. Uh, what's going on in my life? Like How's this. the puppy? Uh, you have a puppy. Yeah. Let's talk about puppies for I a little know, bit. I almost brought her, but I, I felt like they would have been wrestling together in the background the whole time. They would have. Well, that, that would have. That would have been fine. They would have wrestled for a minute, and laugh. then this one would have been like, "All right, so there's a puppy. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just relaxing." I honestly, I think she's depressed right now because she's not getting her alone time. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Well, we she, have a we have an I, older dog who's like. Why are you still here? Get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. See, this like, is my house. You come visit for a few hours before you go to bed and a few hours after you wake up. Right. Then you get the hell out. Right. That's It's funny because my dog, as you see her, as she's like turning over right now. Yeah. She's like, belly rubs. My dog is with me almost 24-7. So she's been like, well, this is the norm. So I know that when I get to a point where like she's going to be left alone or whatever, She's gonna start pooping in the house to shelter. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's like yeah. poop on I'm, the pillow. I'm yeah. upset. She's like, now why aren't you staying with me? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, you see this poop? This is mad poop. I'm <laughs> not happy with you, poop. This is not happy poop. Yeah, this, this is, is mad poop. This is mad poop, not happy poop. It's like when you go out for a walk. Good job, you poop. It's like I did it. <laughs> but inside, it's like I'm mad. She doesn't like that. She can yeah. tell your mom from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a smart. I tell you what. She's she, uh, 
she was like, I made a, I made her special puppy food today, because like, I ran out of dog food. Mm. But I was like, oh, you got a bunch of rice, you got eggs. Yeah. And then I had a can of sweet potatoes, which are good for dogs too. Yeah, sweet potatoes. So like, yeah. Well, I this was like from way back. I had a can of sweet potatoes, which I was never gonna use, and I was like, you know what, Mercy likes sweet potatoes. And so, like, well, how did you know she likes sweet potatoes? Because <laughs> she gets sweet potato duck uh, kibble. That's what she usually gets. It's what brand? Uh, it's Canada. It's like really. Oh, yeah. She like she'll get the way her she works now because. Wait, did you take her in and she picked it out? <laughs> We've tried a bunch of different ones. She likes the Canada, so we go like we do Canada, and I'll get a big bag. We get through that, and then she has two two rounds of small beneficial. Or a Rachel Ray or Nutrish bags. And she leaves her food and she's on her own. No, she she eats it, but it's like if she's on the Canada, like she needs some starch. She needs yeah. like some binding. She needs some. You know what it's like picking up dog diarrhea? <laughs> Difficult, <laughs> especially in, when I'm on a place where I have to pick up after my dog. Yeah. So like, so um, but yeah, today I was like, yeah, sweet potato and egg. Yeah. And um, she usually I'll put food in her bowl, and she'll like give me the look. She's like, is it okay to eat? Like. Like, yeah, it's okay. She doesn't trust me. She's like, this poison? You need to kill me today? <laughs> That's how our puppy is, too. Yeah. You all right? Can I have this? You didn't put any rat poison in it? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm, gonna you ask, I'm asking you one more time. It's not that I don't trust you. I'm just a little nervous. But I put the uh, sweet potato rice in today, and she just, like, housed it. Yeah. It was, like, brown rice. Wasn't it tasty? I even said I was going to eat it. That's funny, because... Uh, it smelled really good. At times, I don't know if you've ever had to do this with your dogs. You have to make the... Uh, the bland diet where it's just like boiled hamburger and rice that you I mix just, together. Yeah, I just eat the rice. If you're, yeah, if they're like sick or something uh, or like recovering. So, yeah. And I've been a couple times I've made that up and been like, you know what? It doesn't look bad. That just sure. doesn't look bad. I actually think to myself, after today. My mom used to make hamburger rice in a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after today, I, I cooked it up today. I was yeah, like, I that in a while. I'm like, this was cheaper than getting regular dog, like getting all this fancy dog food. Yeah, yeah. There are three ingredients in it. Mm-hmm. Rice, egg, potato. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could go get like a thing of ground beef and like change it up for her so she could have some good stuff. I got some venison from time to time. You know, like, you're spoiled. You yeah. just can't have, she gets really mad when I eat chocolate. Oh, yeah. You know, she, she's like, come on, man. Well, you, you know, you can give them a little bit at a time and build their tolerance up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she, uh, she, when I first, when I first got Mercy, um, I was I was living in Tampa. Yeah, built the tons. There are dogs who are super tolerant to it. Like my buddy, <laughs> my buddy had a dog named Chewy, and Chewy was like he he was old, and like um, so he heard like and Chewy was in this room while they were all talking about Christmas candy, and he, and you know they all make make sure we put the Christmas candy up so Chewy can't have it, and Chewy was old and obviously was like all right this is my chance. I can't have it, which means if I have it, I'm done. It's been a good run, going on my own terms. Yeah. And they so hit it have, all. So I'm going to have some, I'm going to have all of it. Yeah, and he knocked it down and ate like five pounds of chocolate. Yeah. Lived through it. Yeah. And then like, then same thing with hops. Hops are poisonous to dogs, like beer hops. Oh, I didn't know that. And his parents, my buddy's parents are brewers. <laughs> They're like, all right, make sure we put the hops up so the dog can't get the hops. Dog knocked down the hops and ate about five pounds of hops. Lived through it. And he yep. called every time it happened, he called me and was like, I go, Annie's like, he's alive. I'm like, 
you ever think that your dog might be trying to tell you something? Like, it's been a good run. I love you guys. <laughs> Just let me go out on my own terms. Like, we saw found him playing with a shotgun the other day. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but when I first got Mercy, she had, and she still does, but she has like a really finicky stomach. Uh-huh. And like, um, so when I got her, she was on certain like prescription dog food, which we yeah. weaned off. And we got to a point she was doing good. And um, the reason she doesn't trust me anymore is uh, it was coincidentally it was my birthday. And mm-hmm. I went to, went to local and I got a huge tomahawk steak. Oh. And at the end of it, I had like the whole oh, yeah. bone. That, like 16 inch long. Uh, yeah, but it had some bone. beef and gristle on it. So mm-hmm. I brought it home for her. Oh, that's love. And, but she, like if I put something like that down. It's gone. She's like, man, it just, it just, she'll, she's like a vacuum. It's gone. Yeah. Well, most dogs would take them sometimes. I like, I, I literally put it down, went to take a piss. I come back and like, it was done. And I'm like, oh, so I pick it up. Well, all that fat and gristle. Oh yeah. She Ooh. couldn't stop crapping <laughs> for like three days. <laughs> and like to a point where like I had to go to work. So she'd be in her kennel all day. Oh no. And I, I remember one night I got back the worst of it. I got back, I usually get her outside because like my my bedroom had a door right to outside. It was winter too, so like that helped with the pickup because yeah. it like just froze. Yeah, yeah. But like she, I got home. I opened the kennel. She walked out, looked at me with the most apologetic look, <laughs> and just let loose everything. Uh-huh. And then she looked at me and just walked right back in her kennel. <laughs> I'm like, puppy. Oh, I got one yeah. like that. Yeah. When we first opened Burrito Night. Oh. And I wasn't learning it or figured it out yet. You know, as you need to learn. So I bring stuff home from the dog. Mm-hmm. And I brought home, I don't know, something with too much spiciness. And my wife was out of town. And this was like, a, I mean, you know how it is. You, this is how you learn. This is 12-hour days. Mm-hmm. And I, I, remember, I remember it being like 4 or 5 at the like in the afternoon, I was like, "Oh shit, I know." I was supposed to go home and let the dog out, and I went home. Just a mess. So the dog knew it had to poop. It wanted to go outside, <laughs> but it was just pacing around the house, in the whole house, even the parts of the house where it's not like it doesn't. He didn't need to go upstairs. All right, he, he was, was upstairs because he was just pacing around looking for like, way out. He's like, I gotta get out. Sharding the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Every room in the house. Oh my god. Oh my god. Walls and floor. Uh, walls. Oh my god. Yeah, because it, it was projectile. It was projectile. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but he's trying. Oh so, he's trying awful. so desperately to hold it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like no. <laughs> It's like the saddest thing. Oh, man. It's sad on yeah. so many levels. Because then my wife, I, my wife got home and walked in the door. It was like, <laughs> one sniff. Oh, yeah. It's oh. The, yeah, yeah. She, uh, me. she, um, well, after that tomahawk bone incident, we went to Rice. Like, just Rice. Got her back all set. But I never used to have to say, okay, to have her eat. Uh, she would just, I put the food down, she'd eat it. And I put the food down, and she, she just she, she lost her trust in me. She looks at me. She goes, I'm "Like, just, okay, go ahead. It's all right. You can you can eat it. There's carbs in this one. Go ahead, go for it. It's all good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. She she just like, yeah. That. But she'll. I mean, like, she'll eat from my hand. But even when I give her something from my hand, 
she'll take it to a spot and set it down and then look at me for clearance after I've been eating it yeah. that it's okay. She's like, she doesn't trust you are we all. good here? Not with food. She trusts me with everything else, but not with food. She's yeah. like, well, you remember that one time? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, we used to have a dog that, would, that really had the ironclad stomach. He was, he actually, um, he was a really cool dog. He was, um, I th- we think he was a Dutch Shepherd, which is like, has a dog that's like the size of a German Shepherd, but only weighs like 65 pounds. Wow. So he's just like all lungs and legs. Oh, that's and cool. he would run like crazy. He was a cool dog. Um, but he was, because he was so fast, he was actually a stray for like two years. The first two years of his life, he was a stray. And like the animal control officer couldn't catch him. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, get, couldn't get him. And, um, so they, um, he finally got caught and went through this humane society, and, and um, we ended up adopting him after my parents couldn't keep him, and long story. But um, he, uh, one time he uh, he ate like some of those like vinyl juggling balls. If you can imagine those, yeah. Like, and I, the vet I think said, I have some. yeah. And the vet the vet said, you know, you gotta. Thanks. This could be really dangerous. That could block his stomach. So we had. Had have surgery to have it removed, and she was like, "Okay, I got the juggling balls out. Here's also what else I found in there. There was like a whole watermelon rind, because uh, we have a compost pile, and like all this other stuff." Oh, he just like destroyed things. Yeah, he just ate anything, and um, he did eat like a whole pound of Baker's chocolate, which is like has like the highest cocoa. Um, yeah. And this was when my parents had him, so it's like not on my watch, but um, and you know we're not like, bad dog parents. Yeah. Not not in this one. Um, the next one though it was on our watch. We had like a whole pound of raisins that were on like the table. Are raisins bad for dogs? Raisins will kill grapes. Grapes less so, but raisins. It's funny you say because my parents have a miniature schnauzer that's like the size of a beer can, uh-huh. and my dad and the schnauzer share grapes. Yeah. And then I read grapes are bad for dogs. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of dog eats grapes? Well, they used to give them out as like a, before they knew it was bad for dogs. They used to give grapes as like a trader uh, uh, trainer treats because yeah. they're like you, they just well they're usually adopted yeah, yeah like dogs don't like grapes um my dad's dog <laughs> loves grapes <laughs> yeah like when they tell me like what the dog eats I'm like yeah really so one one night when my I would happen to be working late at the newspaper uh, covering for my boss and my wife got home we had like a uh, six month old baby at the time and uh, she found that one of the dogs didn't know which one. We had three. Uh, had gotten into the bag, eaten like this whole pound of raisins, and it was. She discovered it right after our local vet closed. I called the emergency vet, and they're like, "Well, we can pump all three dogs' stomachs and monitor them overnight oh, for like God. a mortgage oh, yeah. payment they, each one." And they tell you this. They're like, "Well, that's what I do if it was my dog." Bullshit! That's what you do with <laughs> yeah. your dog. And then my brother-in-law's a vet. He's like. Yeah, yeah. I just wait it out. Suckers. Yeah, just wait it out. What my what Shannon did, my my blessed wife was put the baby in the backpack on her back, grabbed the um, uh, hydrogen peroxide, cordoned off all three dogs into different parts of the house, and force fed them hydrogen peroxide until they each vomited. How'd she even know that would work? Uh, she, she she's just she does that every night. No. no, no, no. That, that is Every like, night, all the dogs force vomit in their own corner. <laughs> yes, just to find out which one. Just to like, to, and it does. It does work. I, I actually, I called up uh, a friend of mine who knew what to do, 
And then, so then you, she could tell which one it was? Yeah, and it was the one dog that eats just about everything. And then you take it in, or did it? No, cause no then just no. because it gets out of their system. It barfed enough, you didn't take it yeah. in. Yeah, and it, it was like, gone. oh, it's a, when they get hydrogen peroxide, they everything comes out. You know, fun oh. fact, the sled, sled dog the sled dog owners, like when they go, if you take a match, the dog's not pooping, shove the match head up the dog's butt, and what's on it sticks instantly. Like the sulfur? Wow. Yeah. I've never wanted to try it. Good but dog right there. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I'm mean, just kidding. Whenever I take her to the vet, too, I have to tell, you know, like, it's the most awkward. I go in and I go, they're going to take a temperature. I go, hey, it's going to take at least three people. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, she doesn't like anyone touching that spot. At which point, they all give me this look. And I'm like, don't give me that judgmental look. I, and, like, so when I first got her, she just was known for eating certain – she ate a big piece of straw. And so we're walking, she and she's – Well, she's pooping, and she gets oh. it all out, but there's this big piece of straw just sticking out. <laughs> and I'm like, let me help you. And she's just running her wet around. I'm like, on a main road, I had to tackle her, pin, like, pin her down her. with my body, and then pry her tail off my – Pry the tail open. She's just like, she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, pry the tail open. I'm like, with the poop back, pull the straw out. I pull it out while all these people are driving by. I'm all sweaty. And she just pops. She's like, thanks. I'm like, quit eating straw. But yeah, I tell her every time I go to the vet. I'm like, she's not going to lube it up, put it in dry, whatever you want to do. She's not going to like it. Well, how do you know? Yeah. I pull the piece of straw out of her butt the size of my forearm. You know, like... Not pleasant. It ha- you know, your dogs eat all resorts. Great conversation, by the way. I'm like how we segued from the coronavirus to dog pooping. Yeah. Um, M- more pleasant. Solid. My buddy called me up and he's like, we were having a discussion one day, and he was like, you ever find yourself you go out for a walk with your dog and you're just staring at their asshole? And I said, oh, shit, yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I take Bercy out and I'm like, just my old dog, just staring at the old butthole. I'm like. This time is it gonna happen? <laughs> my old dog, when he walked in front of you, I always thought his he looked like Mr. Tumnus the Fawn from the waist down. Oh, nice. He had like little goat legs. <laughs> little asshole. Little goat legs, little asshole. And he'd just be trotting, you know? <laughs> just be trotting. And I always be like, oh, Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus, Mr. Tumnus got a poop. Sure, I should have named my, dog, my new dog Mr. Tumnus. Uh. Yeah. No, your new what's your new dog's name? Uma. Yeah, Uma. that fits. Yeah. There was a boy who was gonna be Bruce Willis, but uh, <laughs> Uma. A girl, I couldn't talk him into naming a dog Bruce Willis. So. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of dog is she? She's a mutt. Yeah. Uh, we got her on the main side, but she's like the Sharpay for sure. Yeah, yeah. she's got the wrink, the wrinkly. I think dog. she's gonna always look like a puppy because she's wrinkly. Oh yeah, yeah. But nice. then just like a regular sort of. How big is she now? Size. Has she got about the mercy now? She's like forty pounds. Yeah. She is thirty-four to thirty-six. Yeah, I think on, she's about the same size. Depending on how fat she's she is, a big fat is. shark face. Yeah, mm-hmm. she gets in like shark mode where she like <laughs> go nuts. Yeah, just chomping all everything. Yeah. Oh, she's a brother. Next Mercy, time. Mercy. Uh, I, I, you know, like it's funny. Like this is this is my this is my relationship. This is like you know, I'm not married, no kids, whatever. This is what I have. Me and my dog, and like we'll go to bed at night, and like 
I know I've eaten too much dairy when the dog leaves the bed. Because, <laughs> like, I've accidentally hotboxed the dog. Like, I've accidentally Dutch oven her. Most dogs love that. Oh, my gosh. I'll let one rip, and she's like, nope. <laughs> Peace. Enjoy your night alone. Goes, crawls into her kennel. Oh, man. But Even I, dogs have standards. Oh, yeah. No, she's not a... Man, she's so mad right now. Yeah. She's so, so mad. She's like, this is the greatest night that I've ever had. Being pet all... Don't let her fool you. She's spoiled rotten. Spoiled rotten. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to... Anything more you want to say? Yeah. I'm good. Anything? I don't know. Any? I didn't really have an agenda, so... No, it's that, that's the great thing about this <laughs> podcast is there's yeah. zero agendas. We just like to, like to chat. I have, I'm glad we did this because I have talked to a friend of mine. We have talked about starting... Oh, that's we fun. haven't done what you've done and taken the first step and actually recorded one. So yeah, it's I feel like uh, maybe this will help. Cause it's pretty easy. It's super easy. Yeah. It's it's just in the rap. It says we're just three chill dudes who like to chat. It's it's All in right, the that's rap. Setting the bar pretty high. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But just tell people, I come. We'll we'll talk. We'll bring beer. Yeah. And then they maybe they just show up. Say beer. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we do whiskey. I mean, like we've done. Well, we do cocktails. We do all yeah. sorts. When we when we can do it at the restaurant, Eddie makes some dope cocktails. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to have me back when. Uh, yeah. After this is all over. Oh yeah. yeah all right. Do it properly. We can do a, a, a post. Uh, uh, we can look back on all the yes. ridiculous things we said. <laughs> so, uh, remember when we said this? This is what actually happened. It took five years. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's like watching Back to the Future two and then seeing what actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thought we'd have uh, hoverboards by now. Yeah, but we don't. Flying cars, yeah. man. Oh. Yeah, instead we have to still have to wash our hands. So. Yeah, boxes. Yeah. Wait. All right. So we. All right. Do you, have a song Do you start first? All right. Uh, so I'm Adam Drapshow. And I'm Caleb Sweet. And this, this is, is unreasonable. unreasonable. Hey, we did it. All right. Woohoo! That wasn't really Adam's song. Uh, well, I mean, like we're not perfect. 